0: Hey everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron Maes, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 430. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Maes...
2: I'm back but I'm not apparently.
1: My bad, I will fix that in 1 <laughs> second.
0: <laughs> and I'm not I mean, I'm uh, the imposter. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Well, <laughs> I knew you yeah. were in a I knew you were an imposter when that music started playing in the background. It's like I as know, if I know, right? Knew. It's
0: that hopa sai shit that I play all the time. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I had some adult butter beer before the show, so uh, this is uh, Uncensored Ichigo today. I'm kidding. Oh, good lord. Oh. I'll behave. I'll behave. I promise.
1: But that's just it. I don't believe you. <laughs>
0: Sorry, why he Himitsu Destiny.
1: <laughs> oh hey, and there he is, the man of the hour.
0: Welcome back, Ari. Big hugs.
2: Did you miss me?
0: Just a little bit. Just the tiniest, you know, the little area in my heart reserved for, you know, Ari is, is you know, missed you. So it's it's back now. You're good. So we're kosher.
1: <laughs> oh, good Lord. I mean, wow. Okay. All right. So, anywho, now that we got things back together, I really need to put together a little bit of a playlist so I know what the hell I'm doing half the time. Not a word out of either one of y'all. <laughs> how is everybody doing tonight
2: uh...
0: doing all right you know keeping up with a lot of work and stuff coming up so it's just kind of crazy right now the mm. holidays you know the huge i
1: hear you i hear you and i know there was some slight i know that was. well in regards to our chat about the christmas music i'm going to keep it lively I'm not playing the traditional stuff that you hear in retail stores that make you just want to grab a chainsaw and go ballistic. I'm going to be playing some of my favorite uh, Japanese uh, Christmas tracks. Some, some, some good covers, some original stuff. It'll probably be like one or two tracks her episode until we get out of here for our christmas special which i think we're either going to do on the 17th or the 24th i haven't decided we'll see how everybody's feeling up to coming on you know on christmas eve or some shit like that we'll figure it out
0: that's totally valid and i totally get that i'm kind of a grinch when it comes to christmas music and stuff like that i end up being like the week before like the day of it's just that it's you know, when you work retail, I'm sure a lot of you in chat can definitely agree that Christmas music and Christmas like spirit kind of gets ruined for you a little bit because it gets a little crazy. But I appreciate the um, but, idea and the feels. So,
2: get you go. My, my agitation with Christmas creeping further, further away from uh, you know, December. It once got me th- almost thrown out of a, uh, a Cracker Barrel. That's the place.
1: What? Okay I, I, I,
2: I need to hear this story I could I have sworn I told it you at know, one point but uh I uh, walked in you know just because I wanted to get some lunch and right there was a Christmas display a you know, big white tree all the all the stuff and I'm just like standing there gawking at it like this <sighs> uh, and then like some poor some poor girl some poor clerk or whatever comes up to me, like you excited about the Christmas season I just go, it's August. Was it
0: really
2: August? Yeah it was August. Oh damn.
0: Yeah, they've started uh, people I mean, gave me
2: a, Yeah, people gave me a wide berth in uh, w- my time there. But,
0: but that's that when is definitely started. way too early. They've started to do it I mean like that's marketing though. That's target marketing, that's that's merchandising is is Christmas stuff. That's why they always joke about Christmas in July, is because Christmas in August is when they're starting to put that stuff out. Oh, I know! Even remember, if you don't you notice
2: know, it. Believe remember the me. Charlie Brown De- uh, Valentine's Day special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to look for Valentine's supplies, and they came into a big display that said only 250 some odd days till Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, that's it was, how it was I exactly
0: felt. exactly like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean,
1: honestly, that's even way too early. Even for somebody that works retail that does enjoy some holiday music, you know. I Just say it, you know.
0: Anyhow. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is.
1: All right, let's kind of get back on, on, on track here. Uh, we are live tonight, week of December 3rd, 2019, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also find us uh, hosted by some amazing people out there, including um, the Voice of Geeks Network. You can follow original podcasts and programming over at Twitch TV slash VOG Network. You can also follow us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. I know I've been saying I was going to do like a Thursday night gaming night, but I keep forgetting. System crashing. I'm still I'm slowly pulling things together. Probably during the holiday break, I'll prep and I'll start I'll start getting that together. So. Please bear with us all. Everything you see here is a work in progress.
2: Yeah, I'm so, trying to get a consistent streaming schedule myself.
1: I hear you. And don't forget, you can also find us on Discord, uh, vognetwork.com slash Discord. All of the Vognetwork-affiliated shows are there, so you can swing by, hang out, and talk to fans of the show, and you can leave news. And if we don't have it on there and we think it's pretty awesome, we'll add it to our, in our role roll. And we'll give you we'll give you a little shout out for it. That's uh, that's appreciation because we love our fans. So we're gonna go around the room with, how was your week? How was your day? Um, Ari, kick things off.
2: <clears throat> uh, well, past you know, while so I was a, a supervisor at work, but then I'm then I wasn't because the person I was covering for came back from sick leave, mm-hmm. and that uh discontinued the chain of uh, coverage which had sent me back to the toll booths. Uh... So, yeah, and even, like, regulars at Miller were, were, like, they were talking to me, like, oh, it's, like, you're back where you belong now. Well, that
1: just means that they missed you, that's all.
2: Anyway, uh, you know, just, I got a couple holiday gifts already i mean now that it's actually december i'd start actually thinking about that like like when, when you get asked what do you want for christmas in like october and stuff you know that that that's the kind of thing that happens of course like my gifts could be like you know buy something really nice for some people like uh, okay i'll like cook something for these people and like right. send it to them mm-hmm. which uh if it comes down to it you know i can do that but you know, I'm not exactly hurting for money for the moment.
0: Right, which we'll is see. a nice, which is a nice change for sure.
1: Definitely. I know, I, I know what I feel. Believe you me.
2: Mm-hmm. But, and, uh, then this past weekend there was the, uh, was it? Friendsgiving? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving.
2: Yep. hmm Yeah, I drove up to, uh, Mako's to, uh, eat, eat and play games and whatnot. So that was fun.
1: Mmm. Yes, it was.
2: So, yeah, that's how things have been going for me.
1: Great, great, great. Uh, Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day?
0: Well, it's been going pretty well. Um, I'm glad that things are looking up for you, Ari. I know we've been recently in the last few months, um, you've been dealing with a lot of hardships, so I definitely am happy to see you flourishing as a human being. Um... But, in general, I have been preparing for KatsuCon, which I know is like December for a lot of people, is that KatsuCon is in February, uh, Valentine's Day weekend, if you're going to be going. I have uh, I have a lot of work to do and uh, not a lot of time to do it in. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I've basically been... I did Friendsgiving last weekend with some friends of mine. Uh, My D&D group got together and did a little bit of a pseudo-Thanksgiving. They did ham, so I will be making soup with some leftovers tomorrow. And then when we got home uh, the day after, or the week... No, it was like the few days after, because we went up to visit a museum in Baltimore, which was super, super cool. Oh, which one? uh, The Walters Museum. Which I was surprised, like completely surprised, because it was huge. It's free, so if you guys, any of our listeners are in Baltimore, definitely go check out the Walters Museum. It's free to go in, and they have everything from the Byzantine era to the Victorian era. So if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely go check it out. Um, It was super cool. It was a great experience. I was definitely super tired afterwards, Mm -hmm. and this week have basically been working on commissions and um, getting ready for the upcoming show. Uh, Yeah, that's basically been my weekend day. I'm preparing for the holidays a little bit. Uh, For those who don't know, I have a partially German heritage, so I like to get a lot of Yummy things, Uh, specifically Aldi's tends to carry a lot of that stuff, like Lebguchen and stuff like that, which is German gingerbread. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you need to get your fix, um, definitely check them out for all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's my prepping for the holidays and stuff like that.
2: i see some people make some really, really out there things with
0: gingerbread. Um, you know, uh, as far as like gingerbread house building and those kind of competitions and stuff, I've seen people get really crazy with it, really crazy with the construction and stuff like that. I really got into the Netflix, um, uh, Sugar Rush. Yeah, I know. And I've that been should. watching yeah, a lot yeah. of that too.
2: The the gingerbread Hogwarts really sold me.
0: Oh man, yeah. Some of the some of the engineering that is out there for gingerbread is just. Like, it's art. It's a beautiful, amazing
2: thing. That's a really weird sentence to say when you think about it. Gingerbread engineering.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, you haven't haven't looked you've seen the gingerbread crack house, you know?
2: I've made a couple of gingerbread crack houses in my day.
1: I mean, it's out there. If you don't see it now, you're going to see it on Facebook eventually
0: eventually it hasn't been completely ruined for me yet and I haven't lost the wham challenge. So like, don't ruin the holidays for me now. Okay. Like, (laughs) um, I, and honestly guys out there, I love the holiday spirit, but I don't really love the holiday as it is, but just like, you know, you know, I appreciate the, the idea but if you see me grinching a little bit, don't be sad. Like, I'm totally here for it. But I usually like it the week and the day of. Mm-hmm. I think that's my, my limit. Retail has ruined it for me.
1: Well, Let me it's just like, it's like, let's straight. wait, wait, <laughs> Let, let's, let's, let's not go overboard with the retail. We've all read, let's not, okay? We've all <laughs> it's, worked it's, retail. It's, the
2: old, it's like the old saying goes, there may be 12 days of Christmas, but none of them are in November.
1: True true i'm i I, i'm just saying um we 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 haven't we have enough stuff we've all i mean we've all worked retail we all got our stories of good and bad let's not turn this into uh onto the shitting on what we hate about
0: retail uh (laughs) podcast we will
1: the show will never end all right well
0: how was your weekend day ronma let's let's start it up there My
1: weekend day was pretty awesome. Okay. I mean, the first few days at work was just quiet because of Thanksgiving. And then I found out that people come into work. not People in my department don't come into work on Thursday. But they come in to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So, I found myself getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Getting ready. Getting dressed. And going up to my job to watch the parade. Now... Normally it takes me about an hour, but between me doing last minute packing because I'm going to my grandmother's house after, and then going to hang out with Mako the rest of the weekend for Thanksgiving and do our Black Friday shopping and so forth, I need to have everything together. So I get up there by, I get basically because of being delayed and getting, and getting whatever I need to get, I don't get up there till um, 9.15. Because I didn't get to, um, I didn't get on to, um, oh, we gotta do that. Because normally I get on the train by, like, five, like, by five of, be there by nine. But I didn't get on the train until, like, 8.15 or something like that. I think it was actually 8.22, but whatever. I got in by, like, 9, 9.15, so I was like, okay, good. Because during the weekends and holidays, it doesn't take as long to get there so i saw i saw the parade i thought it was great it was like a once in a lifetime experience per se meaning i would probably do it again if i was bringing somebody with me to do it other than that i probably won't do it again for another couple of years so
0: After yeah that, that's that's one of those things that like i've anticipated like if i ever wanted to go up for the macy's day parade yeah. my husband has actually been in it before so i thought that was kind of funny but like mm-hmm. The only way that I think I personally would do it is if I had an apartment or an Airbnb or what's, something like see, that to be able to see it. What's
1: interesting is that I actually spoke to a friend of mine. She's thinking about booking a hotel room along the route so she can watch with yeah. her kids. Uh, you do that? Yeah. I think that's cool. But like I said, it's one
2: of those, that's one of those big New York things that you have to, that you have to do just once in your life. Like me with the ball dropping in at one year. Mm, maybe I didn't. I didn't get closer than ten blocks, but
1: I would still. I, the, personally I won't do that That's but that's whatever so I did that Went. To, I went to my grandparents house and I walked into a fuck ton of food now I was not expecting you know
2: like tin containers all covered in tin foil like on every surface
1: no it's not even that now, I just wasn't because my grandparents said they was going to just cook <clears throat> light so I was like okay alright I'm cool with that you know I just wasn't expecting a lot more food because my grandmother was like, you know what? I decided to just cook. I'm like, well, damn. And I only brought two pieces of Tupperware. So I got my plate. I walked out with like four pieces of Tupperware and a Ziploc bag, several Ziploc bags full of food, restuffed in my suitcase, in my book bag, going to Penn Station, making sure that it doesn't fall over. So... Long story short, I make it down to Mako's, we drop stuff off at her place, and we go shopping. Now, come to find out, one of the items I wanted to buy, I go to the Best Buy app to pick it up. It says, not available in stores or online. I'm like, are you serious? So, we go. I pick up the accessories, and I find the system. So, I grab that and go. Come to find out, what happened last year was, there are people who are buying, because what's cool about Black Friday now and Great Thursday, as I like to call it. You can order everything online, and either you'll be able to pick it up that day or within a week. Cool. Now, what happened was there was people who were buying, like, the PlayStation 4s and the Xbox Ones. They were making several orders, but sending somebody new to pick up each one. And it seems that a manager at a local Best Buy nipped that in the bud saying you can't do that, even though you're sending somebody else to pick it up, one per person, but it's still one order per person, you know? Yeah, Bob, it does sound like resellers. Either resellers or people who are shipping it overseas, which I totally get. And believe you me, there are people who, who will whip out these coupons and all this other stuff like it's nobody's freaking business. It's crazy, okay? Absolutely crazy. Anywho. Get that, we go home, we're relaxed, and we have Friendsgiving, which was great, and we had a great time with that. And then I make it home through the rain and the snow. Well, more of the rain. I left some stuff behind, like a, like some boxes that I bought stuff with, you know. Packed everything with me so I'm not even worried about the boxes because Marco's going to bring them down probably next weekend because when we go running around checking out the, the holiday lights in, um, in Diker Heights. so that And that's basically my week and day, everybody's week and day. So now mm-hmm. we're moving along to weekly nerd swag. This is a part of the show where we show off something cool, you know, for everybody, for y'all to check out, you know. And that's basically is it. Ari, what's your weekly nerd swag?
2: I uh, I don't know if I had talked about this yet or not, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm getting more back into magic stuff. Yeah. And uh, you had bought me this for uh. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a playmat for you know car, trading card games. And it's a Pokemon take on uh dogs playing poker. Mm-hmm. You know it's real nice, nice quality uh, mat, and uh, unfortunately I haven't been able to like get down to like Friday night magics or whatnot. Right, right. Because uh, work, one, whatever. But with the uh, new magics that coming out and a bunch of uh, holiday stuff on the on the horizon, I'm looking forward to getting back into it. All right, cool, cool. Itchigo,
1: what you got for weekly nerd swag?
0: Okay, Um, I, for Weekly Nerd Swag, I will share a book that I love for the mm-hmm. cosplayers in our listening community for drafting things like patterns and stuff for when you're making costumes. This is a book from when I was in college that I actually really love to go back to and earned me our top pants maker uh, spot in our class. Uh, so this book is called... How to Draft Basic Patterns, Updated mm-hmm. and Revised. Uh, it's a version four, but I'm sure that there is a, a better, more up-to-date version by Ernestine Kopp, Victorina Rolfo, Beatrice Zelen, and Lee Gross. Yeah. And this is what it looks like. And it is a great book. It is one of my favorites that I go back to again and again. Um, and I, I'm sorry if it's not super geeky for those of our viewers who are more... Uh, like other items inclined, but this is for our fashion inclined folks, and uh, yeah, it's a book I love, and I'm actually looking into it right now. Uh, yeah, it's a great book, and uh, I love geeking out about it, so that's cool. That's what I wanted to share.
1: All right, so my weekly nerd swag, um, you probably know what it is, given that I said I bought a system, so. I got a Switch.
0: Ooh! Ah! Nice.
1: Again, that's like I said, I cannot justify the cost of a Switch because of the hardware that's inside this compared to an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4. But, if I, as I said, if I were to get a Switch, i know at least four to five games off the top of my head I would buy, as opposed to when I got my Xbox and PlayStation, I was like, do I want this? Do I want that? In the aspect of, I'm not sure what I really want. Whereas when I got my Switch, I'm just like, I want this, this, this. and No, I want. This. I was too busy deciding on which of the games I wanted. So I got this. I picked up a collection of mana and Link's Awakening. Uh, I will probably be ordering Hyrule Warrior soon. And I also realized I forgot to pick up Nino Kuni. So I decided to go pick it up today. But I couldn't find it at Best Buy, so I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just order it off of Amazon and just call it a day, or just wait till my rewards roll in, and then I'll buy that along with um, Love Live off of um, of, um, Amazon and Best Buy and just call it a day. So you know,
2: that's basically. Unfortunately, you can't you know gift someone games like through their friend code and whatnot.
1: I don't. I think that's the least of Nintendo's worries. Nintendo's more focused on online play, and playing with friends.
0: And making sure Sonic doesn't look like Nightmare Fuel?
1: That's Sega's issue, not Nintendo. Oh, yeah,
0: Sega's issue. I mean, like, look, 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 look. Not for for nothing. Not for nothing.
1: If you want to gift somebody a Nintendo game from the store, just get them a gift card and tell them, go
0: buy this game. Boom. That's it. And comparing the Switch to, like, a, I feel like the the Switch, comparing it to an Xbox or something like that, where, to me, it's like comparing a laptop to a CPU, where it's like something's going to be more mobile and something's going to be much more of a, like, workhorse kind of system. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the Switch will do exactly what you want it to, and for what it is, it's actually a pretty good system. From all my friends who have one and who have enjoyed it.
1: Well, I, I suppose, but like I said, it's just the tech that's behind it, so, you know. But, it is what it is. Meanwhile, in our chat room at twitch slash anime jam session, uh, TheoX75 says, I'll be getting those games on Yuzu, which is an emulator. Look, I support gaming emulation. More of the older classic games. That's it. Newer systems, not so much. So I'm kind of happy, you know, for what we for what for what it is. So I'm quite happy about that, you know. Now I do have my 3ds, which has a, a um a, a flash card, so I can play older DS and other games because travel on the go. Honestly, I' not too big on newer emulation on desktops. Well, if my laptop was pretty powerful, maybe I would do those emulations as I travel but there's something about holding the console. But then again, this Nintendo Switch is staying here. Connected to the dock on the TV. This system will probably leave my house no more than six times in a year. And I still say Nintendo's going to announce a Switch Pro. I'm I'm so calling that so hard. But yes. Anywho, now that we got that all out of the way, let's kick things off with tonight's, um, wait, actually before we kick off tonight's news, I kind of want to make a quick announcement, um, next month is MAGFest, it is an awesome gaming convention, if you look at our chat right here, in our window, right here below you, you see an icon, Life Photography, she does cosplay photography and shoots boudoir everything, you should book her. She does amazing photos. She has slots open. So head over to Facebook.com slash light photography and book her. Or if you want to email her, you can go ahead and email her at lightcosplayphoto@gmail.com. Photo at gmail.com. If you miss it, just watch the side scroll the bottom scroll at the bottom. Her email address will pop right up. Book her. Tell her that let her know that Ronma sent you. That's it, and that's that. Now we can move along to the next topic. And I will be shilling my friend uh, for, for her photography for the rest of the episodes that we're doing till the con rolls around. And for the record, I do have other amazing friends who do photography. If they're booking, if they're doing bookings at co- upcoming conventions, I will let y'all know so you can book with them. one of
0: our other uh announcers slash talkers slash article writers and stuff wild spice also does photography and is offering katsukon open slots and she does a lovely photography work so definitely check her out too
1: well i will Um, have well my darling daughter will have to send me her logo so i can stick it up here in the shilling section of our show so
0: people will know But yeah, so uh, we're going to be moving on to the uh, possible Olympics for otaku. Mm -hmm. So anime news is Otaku Summit 2020 gives geeks their own Tokyo Olympics event. Manga and anime events, the domain of otaku, otherwise known as geeks or nerds, if any Mm -hmm. of you in chat identify that way, definitely give me some emoticons. Uh, or otherwise obsessed with art forms might seem a world apart from the Olympic Games, but since the sports extravaganza will be held in Japan next year, for those of you who have been under a rock like most otaku are... Spoiler, uh, Akira was right. (laughs) (laughs) Otaku are being included in official Tokyo 2020 events in association with the Olympics to promote Japan's geek culture to the world. The International Otaku Expo Association, IOEA, is hosting the Otaku Summit 2020 on June 27th or 28th in collaboration with Tokyo's Toshima Award. The IOEA is a non-profit organization formed by otaku-themed expos and events from across the world to promote the development of otaku culture, which has moved from its basement dweller to mainstream um cooperative members from japan include comic market or uh which is one of the biggest mm-hmm. x-style large-scale events devoted to self-published comics and, and niko niko shokaigi an annual festival organized by video sharing website operated Nikoniko doga from outside Japan, Anicom in Hong Kong, and anime friends from Brazil, Otakon, hey, we from USA, Romics from Italy, sakura from the USA, which is also awesome, and West Coast, hey, um, Salon de Manga, which is Spain, uh, have joined, all joined IOEA to form the International Otaku Event Network. The summit provides a forum for the otaku enthusiasts to share ideas and get inspired through conferences, seminars, exhibitions, and other programs. You can visit their official website to find out more at https: dot uh, forward slash forward slash i o e a dot infos forward slash. So enjoy that.
1: That's Seems really, really cool. cool. I mean, that that's really cool. Finally, us weebs have a place to be to. Share the good word, you know, and exchange <laughs> ideas and all that good stuff. I like until that. society
2: at large, you know, pushes us back into the basements.
0: No, I if mean, society like, the is, is pushing you too, back into think, the basement, cause... you need to push back.
2: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: with conventions and stuff, I think that that a lot of the heavy hitters like Sakuracon, Otakon, and Salon de Brazil, uh, a Salon de Manga in Spain and the the other one in Brazil. I think it's really good that the big names, like the big brand names that we see a lot in our conventions and expo situations are joining together to try and create like a safe space and like an elevating space for otaku. So, that's exciting and I hope everyone is excited for it. Yay! Woo! Woo! Uh-huh.
1: Okay, uh, up
2: next, uh, Ari, what's up with Evangelion? <clears throat> oh, boy. Uh, last year, the popular kids' anime anime mecha anime, that's a little redundant, mm-hmm. Shinka- Shinkalion dedicated an episode to a giant Neon Genesis Evangelion crossover. Wow, that just sounds weird. <laughs> I guess the Pokemon Mortal Kombat crossover fell through, huh? Probably. Anyway, the episode included appearances by voice actresses... Is- Megumi Hayashi Shibara, Yuko Miyamura, Megumi Ogata, and Juko Ilo as Rei, Asuka, Shinji, and Hikari. Uh, Unit 1 was in the episode, reimagined as a transfer of Mecha based on the retired 500 type Ava train and battled King Shiotel, a reference to the Yurushito uh, mascot character Sashio. Uh, <clears throat> the two Mech series have another c- collaboration on the horizon, this time with the upcoming theatrical release of. Shinkansen Henkei Robo Shinkalion Mirai Kara Shinsoku no Alpha X and Evangelion 3.0 Plus 1.0. A collaboration video is footage from the previous crossover crossover episode with new voiceover began streaming on November 22nd, and uh, Katano Mitsuishi s- returns to narrate with H- Hikaru Midorikawa. This is a uh, Shinkalion Shinpei Izumi.
1: And as you can see right down here at the um, at the bottom of your our lower uh, right hand corner, h uh, a trailer for this, which is kind of cool. Mhm. And the fact that I was able to actually get this to work successfully, it's the little victories, really. Yeah. Um. You know. Let, let's. Let me. Let me adjust the audio and let, let's see how this sounds. Um
2: okay. Let's run it through here. Um... There we second go. second impact on
1: the of the world, the two of was to be I like the fact that it's set up like a freaking commercial okay I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that was that that was cool
2: oh god some of the preview the some of the uh you know, preview icons after that video.
1: <laughs> oh God!
2: And our chat. Well, I, rec- I recognize one of the Let's players up there too. That was the best part.
1: In our chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, Bob Coffee says that is the real Ava 3.0 plus 1.0. God damn it, Bob! But I tell you what, that'd probably be a lot more fun to watch than um than 4.0, really. I don't know about you, I wouldn't mind ride, riding in, a, in a Eva, an Ava Angel that's like a Shinkalion. I, I I'd probably enjoy that. Just saying. Alright, moving right along, we're going to talk about a little bit of Japanese business and entertainment. According to the Japanese government, talent agencies cannot prohibit former clients from performing again. This is sort of like, in a way, I don't know if you've heard in the news about Taylor Swift. She was going to perform it. She performed at the AMAs, but her old recording company would not allow her to perform stuff that she did with them. I don't know what the end results of that is, but this, in a way, is kind of similar. Let, let's get into the story. According to the JFTC, the Japan Fair Trade Commission, they announced. On Wednesday, last Wednesday, that it has concluded that talent agency contracts that prohibit former clients from performing for a set period after their contracts expire are a violation of Japan's Antitrust Act. The group determined that when talent agencies use their positions of power in this way, it creates what the Antitrust Act refers to as an abuse of a superior position. Such contracts were previously permitted in a limited scope, but they will now be prohibited. The JFTC is informing talent agencies though industry associations. The JFTC determined that such contracts unfairly limit performance activities, preventing competition among agencies and performers. Supporters of this change believe that reviewing contracts that may improve the treatment of performers, increase the number of performance-changing agencies, and promote productions of works to attractive, more attractive to fans. Now, also, if a, I look at it this way. Um, if one group leaves the agency and you go to another group and performs those songs, I would say the original agency can get another group in and they could collaborate together. Whereas I don't really see that happening right away, but, you know, if you eliminate, you know, oh, we can't do these songs, let them do it, gives you more time for creativity, competition. It's a win-win all around. Itch go. Do you need coffee? You good? All right. See if she doesn't do the thumbs up, then we know something's a brewing. And speaking of a brewing, uh, Ari, what's going on with Lupin the Third? Can't hear you, dude.
0: Are you unmuted oh,
1: whoops. or?
2: Whoops. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I was like trying to listen to something else about a gift little gift card puzzle boxes. Mhm. Yeah, I sorry, I took a tangent there. Now uh, let's see. Uh, long before he became a whistleblower and cybersecurity activist, Edward Snowden was an anime fan who worked with his friends on a startup company selling anime art. And he became an anime character himself when Lupin the 3rd Goodbye Partner, the TV special gave him a cameo appearance under the name Edward Snowden. It's pretty much spelled with a Z instead of an S. He appeared to be become aware of his cameo due to a tweet recording the anime's English dub release, and he tweeted, Is this real? <laughs> and when he forwarded about it, he was in Lupana thirty, so it was like a lifetime achievement award. It's one of his favorite mm-hmm. series. Let's give thanks anime as a thing now. <laughs> And Snowna also uses Twitter account to comment on his favorite Pokemon in the past, which is Missing No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well played, sir. Well played.
2: Now uh, let's see. Loop Loop on the third. Of Goodbye, partners. Debuted on January twenty fifth. was first. Completely original special approximately six years and is Lupin in a black jacket. So if they're going with the whole black jacket Lupin, you know mm-hmm. s- spinoff, this is where it starts.
0: Gotcha. That's but, an interesting change. Yeah.
1: It kind of, this kind of reminds me of when I got the call from this asking to be a part of the Ron One Have retrospective. It's like holy shit. I get to be interviewed about my all-time favorite anime that got me to this part. Wow. You know, th- that's so awesome. I know, I know. And I, you know, and I haven't even cracked open the rest of the Blu-rays to see what else that's on there. So, and I, and it's like I've said, you know, almost everybody on that little clip, I know! So it was like one big old, happy, dysfunctional Ranma one-half family. Alright, speaking of dysfunctional families and so forth, uh, Ichigo, what's going on with Tokyo Mew Mew?
0: So, uh, barring popular opinion, my name actually doesn't come from Tokyo Mew Mew. If any of you thought that that was the case, no, I've had this name since before they were licensed to America. But... They yeah. are returning with male lead characters. For those of you who felt there was no representation of magical boys in the magical universe of magical girls, boys, and magical beings in general. They're just um, as
2: pretty as the girls.
0: <laughs> and they're just as pretty as the girls. Yes, this is true. Thank you, Ari. Um, but yeah, Tokyo Mew Manga is returning with male lead characters. Uh, the January 2020 issue of Kodansha's Nakayoshi man- magazine. I was going to say magazine, but that's incorrect. Mm. Magazine is announcing on Saturday that Tokyo Mew Mew, the franchise, is announcing a new manga series by Madoka Seizuki titled Tokyo Mew Mew Ore. The new Tokyo Mew Mew manga will now focus on male characters instead of mm. female characters on the previous manga. Um, And anime, the manga will launch with a 62-page opening chapter and will include a colored opening page, which I guess is not standard. The new manga lists Kodansha with the credit for the original work. Ore, without the elongated O sound, is the informal Japanese pronoun for I often used by males. Ore. Ore with the elongated O sound, is a Japanese transliteration for the Spanish interjection ole, ore, without the elongated O sound, is also the Japanese transliteration for the French phrase ole, or with milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to be over here, giggling a little bit about that. Um, Reiko Yoshida and Mia U. Ikume saw, serialized their Tokyo Mew Manga in from 2000 to 2003, and Tokyopop published all seven volumes in English. Kodansha Comics released the manga in three omnibus volumes with a new translation in 2011, and the manga inspired a 52-episode television anime series from 2002 to 2003. And 4Kids Entertainment aired the anime with a little, the title Mew Mew Power in two thousand five. I tried to watch that,
1: but my attempts failed horribly. It's least, rough.
2: Yeah. The uh, original title they used was gonna be worse. Well,
0: Yoshida I, and Ikumi. Oh, go ahead.
1: I, was gonna say, I actually know I actually know one of the people that actually helped produce the dub of that, so
0: Four Kids is not known for their strong dubbing point. Hmm. Let's just be let's just be completely um Clear about that. Um, Yoshida and Ikumi also serialized the sequel manga titled Tokyo Mimu Ala Mode from 2003 to 2004, and Kodansha Comics published the manga in English. Um, oh, update the Tokyo Mimu Ore manga is, uh, would la- is going to launch in January. The article previously incorrectly stated the manga would publish just in 2020. So If you're excited for Tokyo Mew Mew, 2020 January, definitely look out for it. Um, But yeah, for those of you who don't know Tokyo Mew Mew, a lot of the characters are named after, like, Cream, Ichigo, which is my namesake, you know, means strawberry. Um, There are a bunch of other characters with other food-related names, so a la mode makes sense because it's with ice cream. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, uh, I'm lactose intolerant, so don't feed me ice cream, but if you have coconut ice cream, I'm totally for it. (laughs)
1: all righty now before we get into our next story i just gotta talk about something real quick this came across my facebook feed a few minutes ago and this is off of polygon and granted we don't really talk about video games but the story behind this is something that we all have something in common and i just had to share it 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 seems lately Congressmen and senators have been caught with their hands in the cookie jar, meaning stealing funds, campaign funds, and money. Uh Well, this recent congressman, uh, Representative Duncan Hunter, pleaded guilty to misusing campaign funds in federal court. Basically, he was talking about how he was using these legal funds for plane tickets for his pet rabbits. His family's lavish lifestyle, and thirteen hundred dollars worth of Steam games.
2: Damn. <laughs> now, is or the mainline releases, or or did he buy like a hundred some odd like two and three dollar games?
1: I honestly don't know, but if this guy spent thirteen hundred dollars in in Steam games, that's a could you imagine how big his library is he probably has at least over a th- at least maybe two thousand steam games not counting he probably gifted a bunch you know you're a congressman but you got this massive steam library you finish making these bills and you gotta jump to your pc you to play to get that last round that last round of final fantasy in just wow classy i know <laughs> i know i probably I, I probably would have fell out of my seat if it was like if it was if it was three thousand dollars in fabric for cosplay or going to conventions hey, and don't so-
0: come at me ronma don't come at me yes, <laughs> i feel i feel offended and i just i no don't come Remove for me picture. like that
2: I'm in this picture, and I want it removed.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm in this picture. Anybody else I, in chat relate to that? Because I definitely, it was too real for me, and I can't. I, I'm in this post,
1: and I don't like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I am glad we got a little bit of uh, laughter in, because I have to bring be the bearer of sad news, and, and I actually <laughs> this. <it is. clears throat> you Makio Inoue passes away at the age of 80, or 81, depending on which source you go to. He passed away at that age on November 29th. This name may be familiar to some, but if it's not, you definitely know two of the roles he has done. Goemon for Lupin III, until he retired in 2011, and Captain Harlock. Now, here's some interesting things about him that you might not have known. He was in Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep, and Kingdom Hearts 3 as Master Irakis. Okay, that's cool. He was in Bushido Blade as Black Lotus. Other known roles that he has done is Mitsuru Hanagata and Kyojin no Hoshi. And Shin Kyojin no Hoshi franchises. Ithaca and Andromeda Stories, Slugger Law, and Mobile Suit Gundam, The Movie Trilogy, Toshito Kurajama and Tokino Tabido, Time Stranger, Ryu and Ryu the Cave Boy, Sel- Selenontius and Hashire Melos, and Baron Ghost in The Fantastic Adventures of Unico. Now, as for the, as Harlock, he was Harlock in Space Pirate Captain Harlock, Galaxy Express 999, Adieu, Galaxy Express 999, Car, Captain Harlock, Mystery of the Arcadia, Arcadia of My Youth, Arcadia of My Youth, Endless Orbit, SSX, Queen M- Emeraldus, the, o- the OAVs. And what's interesting is that he took over the role of Gomon in 1977 for the Lupin Franchise Series after Chikau Otsuka. And he, no, he voiced the role of Lupin all the way up into 2010. Daisuke Namakawa took over the role the following year. Well, thank you for all, all the work that you have done. We salute you. Mm. And if we go back to our last story here, Starlet Creations, hi ladies, ha- said, I cannot imagine spending that much in Steam games, but I'm pretty sure we spent more than that for sewing supplies. <laughs> well, I, I I will say, I will say, given that much money that, that he spent, which was what thirteen hundred dollars, I could yeah. go I could go into Micro Center and spend that much money, and nobody wouldn't even realize what I spent it on, unless you actually. Oh, honestly,
0: it. no, it totally agreed, Ranma. Yeah. I was talking to John last night, and uh, he's looking at getting a new computer setup because his computer's eight years old Mm -hmm. and he's trying to do a lot more gaming and stuff with it so yeah a thousand dollars in a computer store totally throw away even in a fabric store or for cosplay Mm -hmm. with armor building and foam smithing as it is now that's pretty much a drop in the bucket considering the amount of work and stuff that goes into it but yeah it's it's ridiculous
1: you know I, i believe it you know i mean I mean I mean you can spend that type of money on Black Friday and not even realize it.
2: In the blink of an eye.
1: For sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Definitely agreed. Yeah. Alright, let's see what we have next. Okay, Ari, it's all on you. Bring it on home, brother.
2: <sighs> you alright, dude? Uh, uh yeah my uh computer just like locked up for a second.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we I think we need I think in 2020 we need to sit down and, and give your machine a good overhauling.
2: Yeah, that, but uh so, when I get the money for that, sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh last one's mine, right? Yep. Of course it's about Pokémon and it's about uh new manhole covers. A uh, pokefoota <clears throat> Here we go. Is, That name is phrased very poorly. Uh, Spread to the northmost region of Japan with adorable appearances by Vulpix, Nine Tails, and Maymore Pokemon. So they have uh, decorative manholes featuring adorable Pokemon species posting at local landmarks. So far, they have appeared in Kanagawa, Kagoshima, Iwate, and Miyagi Prefectures, plus, of course, Kagawa. Since that's the prefecture named a Pokemon as its governor. Let's see. Uh, this time around the star is Vulpix, who appears in both standard and Aloha versions. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, it nice. goes through it. Huh? Those are nice. Yeah. It goes through it. It, was a, it seems to be an even spread of uh, normal and Aloha forms. And there was all sorts of cute little uh, scenes with them. Because it's usually always about you know Pikachu and Eevee for like cute Pokemon stuff like this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's see. They are they're not in Sapporo, Otaru, Hakodate. Hakodate. That's because of, it's hope, the hope is that they will help bring travelers to less known parts of Hokkaido, giving Pokemon fans the opportunity to experience a side of prefecture and they may never have otherwise. And a bunch of them already been this, uh, installed already, and they'll go on until about late January. I okay. will uh, post it in the chat room for y'all to look at.
1: And also, um, if you look in our little, on, on our video stream right here, you can see pictures of what they look like. I'm sorry oh. I don't have anything bigger, but that's the best I can kind of do.
2: Also, they're going to look like, uh, also they're going to be stops too.
1: Oh, that's even better.
2: Even more of an incentive.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: All right, I think that's it.
1: Are we done with the news?
2: Yeah, that was the last and one. And
0: that's all for our evening news, guys.
1: And the funny thing is, I was so worried about making sure we didn't have too much stuff to talk about and and time running late. So I think we're gonna we're gonna end up with a good show. Probably getting out of here a little bit early tonight. Yay! I love sleep.
2: <laughs> you and me both. No sleep for you.
0: Mm, but I love sleep. I've been trying to no, keep a normal schedule. No, back in the <laughs> back in the dungeon with you. Get back to work. But I have pizza to eat and then a pillow to to to, to have a meeting with. Yes, it's business. Very official <laughs> business.
2: I was gonna say, depending on who you ask, being sent to a dungeon may not be a punishment.
1: Okay, that's that. That's for a different podcast. That's not this. <laughs> we'll say that for Kingster's Anonymous. <laughs> and as Starlet Creation says, sleeping schedule is super important for your health, and that is true. That's why I'm starting to make sure I get six hours of sleep instead of five. Yeah,
0: little steps. Usually, yeah, I was. I've usually been an in insomniac, but I've actually been keeping a pretty regular schedule from like. 10 or 11 p.m. till 8 a.m. So I'm hoping that I get regular sleep tonight, but we'll find out on this episode of Anime Jam Session.
1: On the next episode, we'll find out how much sleep you got. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, It's now time to part the show, Uh, Meanwhile in Japan, where Mako-chan will usually bring us articles that will crack our skulls, but I went in and swapped out one of the articles, and I'll tell you which one that I dropped in there after
0: we talk about all three. Oh, boy. Oh, damn. Putting in a quiz there. Okay, Chad, it's interactive time for you guys. Better be sharp. Mm -hmm. Have your number two pencils ready.
1: And Bob Coffee says, sleep will not happen this weekend because of Chara Expo. Bro, I wish I could go. I really wish I could go and check that out. All right. So, you know what? I, I, I think I will take the first story
2: here. Good. I was I was hoping for the second one after Ichigo <laughs> playing the last one. i the third one.
1: one. Yay, boobies. Are you advertising space?
0: If the price is right. hey <laughs> Oh,
1: man. alright let's let's kick things off with our first story if I can remember where the browser is okay Saitama senior arrested after calling telecom provider 24,000 times to complain what will old people do in their free time a one-week reign of touchtone terror, consisting of four one, of 411 calls, led to the arrest. Now, Japan is at a bit of a social crossroads with a rapidly aged population dealing with a rapidly advancing technology like smartphones. It's been reported that some phone providers are mulling service charges. For, for visitors due to an influx of elderly customers just hanging around and seeking advice from the clerks on unrelated matters, such as asking how to join Netflix or send an email. Now, on a side note, those questions these seniors ask, they will, it's a normal thing here, you know, when you get your phone, how to do this. It's sort of like post-care, you know, post-care setup. While it's easy to sympathize with these seniors who must adapt to these new devices late in life, there's also a heavy burden on the frontline customer service staff of associated companies. For example, just imagine if the same guy called you 59 times a day to complain about his phone. And that's what happened to the staff at telecom giant KDDI at their toll-free customer service hotline last month. Police arrested at 71-year-old Akitoshi Okamoto of, Kas- of Kasukabe Saitama on charges that he called them 411 times during a single week last month with complaints such as, come and apologize for violating our contract for unfair business practices. As they arrested him, they also investigated th- are investigating this as well. Now, the company really didn't want to press criminal charges against its own customer, but the complaints were, infi- were getting to the point where it was interfering with normal everyday work, so they had to do something. They spoke to the police, put their heads together, and decided to arrest the person. As I said, the investigation is still going, but KDDI's own logs revealed that El Camoto had called them at least 24,000 times over the past two years.
2: Jesus. That's
1: like 33 times a day if he called for almost, t- uh, for at least a little bit over 2 years. Jesus.
0: Honestly, I'm not surprised. Mm. And it sucks because it's a situation of systematic like aging population, mm-hmm. especially for Japan, is that they don't get socialization and a lot of families kind of like give up on their elderly, which is depressing to talk about, but right. it is definitely a big thing. Yeah. Um so the only interaction they find is through their services and customer assistance. Yay. It could be more,
1: it could be worse. These elderly people could be trying to marry their grandkids off to these people.
0: It's mm. true. It's true, definitely. I wouldn't put it past them though. But I think a lot of it does speak to the fact of like elderly care and elderly mm. like assistance and stuff like that as far as enrichment and things of that nature but Mm -hmm. i know that this is a completely different thing but yeah as far as these telemarketer calls and stuff like that that's that's what i've seen a lot of friends who are in this industry and stuff like that talk about is a lot of it is just the social interaction and the fact that they have nothing else to do with their time which Mm -hmm. is really depressing to talk about yeah
1: but in regards to that As the police have said, the suspect was upset that his phone was not able to pick up radio broadcasts. There are some smartphones that can can pick up FM radio, which is cool. Okamoto denies the charges, telling the police that he is the victim. Now, as this article went to light uh, in Japan, uh, the netizens had a few things to say about that. Like, telecom companies are getting more and more monster complainers, it seems. Clearly, this man has too much time on his hands. Without knowing the full problem, it's hard to say who's wrong, but it really seems like he has too much free time. If you work in customer service for a while, your soul will get crushed. Old people are the worst, but young people are sensible. And as one person said, I think calling ten times ought to be enough for an arrest. Now, pending the results of the investigation, Okamoto may face obstruction of business charges. Obstruction of business is a convenient Japanese criminal definition that makes it illegal to interfere with someone's ability to do regular business and can cover a wide range of conventional crimes such as stabbing yourself to get out of work or paying for beef bowls with stolen money. And assuming anything beyond the two complaint attempts is a waste of time for both parties, almost 24,000 calls is a whole lot of obstructive business. Hopefully Okamoto's punishment, if it's needed, is to attend an IT training seminar to help him along in these changing times. You know, and it's it's kind of interesting. Like when I was with I was hanging out with my grandparents, my grandmother has an iPhone seven that she doesn't really use, but she has it. Uh-huh. And my grandfather, I like to call the living embodiment of Leroy Jethro Gibbs, he has a flip phone. Damn. To be
0: fair though, to be fair though a lot of those flip phones are actually pretty advanced for what they were. No, they're not.
1: These flip phones <laughs> still can support 4G and 4G LTE for the most part, but you know.
0: Now, exactly, and they looking, can take now, better photos. Forward,
1: well, not really no. Oh, okay. Now if you want to get fancy, that new Motorola Razor smart flip phone smartphone, well there you go. And it has a built-in app that gives it legacy mode where it looks just like the old school
2: original Razer.
0: Oh my god, that makes me think of all the video games that have like VHS settings that drive me crazy.
2: It's almost yeah. it's also almost two thousand dollars.
0: Fifteen hundred. What? It's actually closer to fifteen hundred. Oh my gosh, I understand like VCR is going extinct, but like no. No, it's legacy be- hardware does not equate that kind of price tag. Well, that, I am well, sorry. Well, here's
1: the thing: it's not legacy hardware; it's new hardware. It's it looks like the Razer phone, but it's an actual smartphone. The expense of the phone comes from the fact that it has a folding
0: screen. Four I- four? Ichigo now sounds. <laughs> sorry, guys, I'm broken. Like I, I, get it. I get the vintage feel, but like I save that for my forty fives and my VHS tapes. Like that is where it is reserved for. Ooh. I do not need it on my smartphone. Ooh. You know, I, I, you know <laughs> something.
1: I would like T-Mobile to bring back the sidekick as a four. I have brand new updated
0: sidekick running Android. That would be kind of cool.
2: Wow. I, love I haven't heard keyboard. that name in a long time.
0: Mm. I love a physical QWERTY keyboard. Like, give me my physical QWERTY keyboard I, and we're good. You know, so, I so could, like, a sidekick sounds great. Well, I, to be
1: perfectly honest, I don't really miss a physical keyboard on my phone anymore.
0: It's true, but honestly, when it comes to that kind of stuff, especially with, like, sewing machines and stuff like that, I know that that seems really stupid and stuff like that, but when it comes to those kind of things, I love a manual system that I can override through because I fucking love brute forcing everything <laughs> to fix it. So when I can have a system to do that, instead of having an on-screen keyboard and stuff like that to get used to, mm-hmm. I love that so much more. Um, but yeah. And as we have in the chat, uh, TheoX75 is saying, I do, I'm getting a BlackBerry key to I need a physical keyboard on my phone which I totally agree with I love it when the phones have a physical keyboard and um, that was a lot of the reason that I kept with Samsung for a long time Uh, Mm -hmm. they moved on from the solstice to a non-physical keyboard which is a frustrating thing but you know honestly the way that they've anticipated that move is not as bad as like Apple and stuff like that those kind of products but yeah Mm um yeah i i i definitely agree as far as technology is concerned
1: there you go
2: shall we uh move on then absolutely definitely, definitely. The let's
0: uh what's going on ari
2: uh we have a taxi driver arguing with the man and then running him over and then driving into a wall
0: that sounds like a huge problem mm. so yeah Tell video appeared online
2: it. showing an argument between a taxi driver and three people and public opinion is split in two, with some people siding with the driver, even though he ran over one of the men and then drove into a temporary wall. And, uh, feel free to peep the video yourself. Uh, according to reports, the video was taken shortly after 5 a.m. on November 22nd in Nakasu, which is in uh, Hakata Ward, Fukuoka Prefecture, on the island of Kyushu. Uh, police say the text driver was arguing with one of the men when another man got in the backseat of the car. The taxi then drove off, running into the man before hitting a temporary wall barricading construction site. When the police know the men were injured, investigators are now looking into the incident to determine the exact cause of the accident. <clears throat> let's see. People were wondering if the uh, men were inebriated, and uh, of course people had things to say. Like, these guys look like cocky hoodlums. that probably started the trouble in the first place. we are probably out drinking all night. I feel sorry for the taxi driver. want to say the driver is bad, but... <clears throat> It's up being taxi driver in entertainment districts like this, and there's bound to be a driver recorder. So let's just let the pe- police be the judge. Okay. Wow. Those are surprisingly level-headed uh, responses from the Japanese uh, Twitterverse.
0: Definitely. They're, definitely. They're not. And they're not. I...
2: You know, yelling puns or cheering wildly. So yeah. That.
0: I mm, this article like what caused it? Hmm. Let's find out. Let's watch this video of this taxi driver running over someone. I don't know. I don't know. It seems pretty straightforward to me.
1: All right. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can actually pull it up. Um. If it'll, if I can find the proper link to the copy. There we go. Okay. Um. Oh damn! <laughs> Good Lord Almighty! That's all I have to say. Well. Okay. uh it you go. saying you, you saved the bust for last
0: ha 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 oh that's a knee slapper that's a that's a kicker that's a that's a spinning chair whatever but boobies <laughs> hey boobies yep, yep. um a busty japanese youtuber chef sells ad space on her titties or chest uh fans are enthralled by her cooking videos and talent um
2: oh yeah so, she's yeah. talented all right now now she she's no talented. makoto okay. kino
0: She got the starring role in Romeo and Juliet because of her talent. Okay. (laughs) Heyo. Love you, Mako. In cooking or in advertising, breast meat always carries a premium. I'm sorry. I mean, it kind of does, especially when you're buying it from, like, uh, Popeye's or any fried chicken place. (laughs) You know, because stabbings happen. Um, Mm. Real estate experts say that the three most important things are location, location, (laughs) location. (laughs) Uh, And that holds true for advertising, too. It doesn't matter how clever, informative, or memorable your ads are, if it's stuck someplace no one will ever see, like a butthole. Um, So, (laughs) the key to successful advertising is placing your ad in a location that people's eyes are naturally drawn to, like giant banangana mangas. I mean, Um, it's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the scoreboard of a professional sports stadium or the side of a landmark skyscraper or you know large hungagamongas <laughs> Please please no one meme me. Please I don't wanna be <laughs> I don't wanna be that meme. Um Japanese YouTube chef Kuma cooking, which is bear by the way, which is a weird fact that I know. Whose channel can be found on YouTube, obviously. Hasn't been uploading videos for very long. However, she's already attracting attention thanks to her unique advertising plan. (laughs) Um, Instead of making would-be viewers sit through pre-recorded algorithm-selected commercials, which might be actually uh, censored by COPPA soon, but we're not going to go into that. Um, Kuma Cooking incorporates advertisements into her videos themselves by wearing snug fitting t shirts that the episode sponsors written across the chest. The fact that Kuma Cooking's upper body physique has enough room for such lengthy endorsements such as Ibea a television industry sharehouse is likely further contributing to her popularity as her propensities to vigorously shake condiments and seasoning.
2: Of course it is.
0: Japanese Twitter user Yuki99S has also spotted Kuma Cooking with shirts endorsing real estate agency's Master Consulting and electrician's Echo Denki service. With a day job as an office worker, Kuma Cooking has so far focused on quick, simple meals that can be prepared with just a single frying pan. Or maybe a rice cooker. Mm. Like a steak or salted chicken and green onion rice bowl there aren't any English subtitles so you'll just have to keep your eyes glued to kuma cooking for the duration of the video or if
1: you get a friend to translate for you
0: for sure and you can also use uh, YouTube's somewhat uh, crappy uh, subtitle situation which you may uh, have fun with those translations Oh, and in case you're wondering what Kuma Cooking's shirt in her video says, it's actually an announcement that she's currently recruiting new advertising partners. So there's still a chance to get into her novel, mm, novel marketing campaign. TheoX75
1: wants to know, what does the space say?
0: Um it is advertisements for realty companies and um other companies like Ibeya's television industry sharehouse. Uh that is literally what it says in kanji. So enjoy her titties. Uh yeah. I mean, here's another
1: video right here, you know. Basically it's saying this space for rent. And th- yeah. that, that that's that, that I I'm so that, that's genius. That's fucking genius. I
0: mean, I could even see it working for guys, too. It's not just a girl's industry as far as it's concerned. I feel like the chest, although sometimes people think that it's heavily sexualized, is just Mm -hmm. a place that people look, especially for me when I'm in a situation where I'm socially awkward. It's a place that I look that I'm comfortable because I'm not looking you directly in the eye. Mm -hmm. Because the eye is definitely... Like, it's definitely a place that... Intimidation or like a place of uncomfort, like discomfort, rather, is the word I'm looking for, yeah. um, can come from. So when you are uncomfortable looking at someone directly in the eye, you usually look for their chest. So it's not just a sexual thing or like just a female thing. It can definitely be used for a lot of people, not just YouTubers. True. And what?
2: Uh, the- Rama Yes. I already subscribed.
0: Of course you
1: did. <laughs> of course you did.
0: You're looking at our advertisements, right? They're very, very convincing. Hey, you, wingie. All right, so uh um, you go.
1: Um, I'm going to be sending you a very nice polo shirt in the upcoming weeks for you to wear. Yeah, no.
0: I, you know, I'm very talented as far as it's concerned. So I definitely appreciate uh, You know, a good t shirt's hard to find, so.
1: Which does explain why you always cosplay Makoto Kino half the time.
0: <laughs> you know, Sailor Jupiter's good stuff. I haven't, you know, honestly, I haven't worn that costume in a long time. I need to remake it, honestly. You need to do her casual. Hey, if anybody in chat has cosplays, you guys have seen my face quite a few times. Definitely let me know what you think I should cosplay in the chat. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on a few um, Sakizo things. Um, mm. And if you like Sanrio, at Katsukon, we're going to be doing like a maid cafe group that is Sanrio inspired. So I will be Kurimo, which is like the creepy creepy cute character so I'm excited for that
1: well what's really awesome about this is the fact that as this woman is selling the advertising space you don't Mm -hmm. see her face at all and unless you're really
0: good with people you don't know who this is and that's a lot of Japanese cultures because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like holistic shame kind of situation I feel like she's doing it this way um, if you've ever seen Let's Suck at Cooking, or, or You Suck at Cooking, a, like the American guy, he uh-huh. never shows his face. Mm-hmm. But he has great recipes, and he has a great talent for delivering those recipes, so he doesn't really need a face. Mm-hmm. So I feel like partially the shame thing, because he she doesn't want to be kind of named and shamed, because a lot of people are doing that with YouTubers and, like, judging them and stuff. But also the fact that, like, the anonymity. It really just adds to the channel's maybe accessibility and also inaccessibility. Like, you want to know who it is, but because she has no face, you also kind of connect with her on that level. Yeah, I I totally It's a lot of different marketing things playing into it, I think.
1: And And I totally get that. All right. Shall we wrap up the show?
2: Yes, please.
0: Yes, please. I would like sleep, thank you, and pizza. Sleep and pizza and sleep, not in that general order.
1: Yeah, I can just see you pass out in your chair sleep with a slice of pizza just just laying right here.
0: Honestly, Dragon Con story, non-sequitur. I have slept with my hand in a pizza box.
1: Oh, Ichigo, what will we do without you? <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot, I hope. <laughs> well, anywho, if you like tonight's show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent twitchers, independent peeps. We do this for the fun of it. That's why we also want to hear from you. Drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what you like about the show, what you don't like. Suggestions? Let us know at podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where... Wait, hold on. You shrunk on us. We can't have that. Skype was we both being... both did. Yeah. Skype was being so nice to y'all. Oh. You know. But anywho. Check out our website at com, where you'll find our weekly podcast. Links to our YouTube videos. Uh, Facebook uh, cosplay galleries. You'll find links to our convention reviews. Cosplayer tips and tricks. Cosplayer interviews, anime reviews, editorials, so much more at animegmsession.com. And just so you know, I will be uploading the rest of AAC this week, and I will be working on Anime NYC. I'm actually still working on them. Uh, I should have those ready in the next couple of weeks. And don't forget, you can take our podcast on the go if you have Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts pocket cat any app on your phone that pulls podcasts like spotify or higher radio look up anime jam session you'll find us there and download you can leave a review on the app we'd love that and don't forget you can find us on youtube twitter and facebook at anime jam session and to all of our fans out are listening and supporting and participating thank you so much we couldn't do this show without you now we we'll are going around the room last words
2: ari it feels so good to be back, man.
0: Awesome. Welcome
1: back!
0: Last words, Ichigo. Well, definitely welcome back to Ari Rockefeller to the show, and uh, definitely always welcome Ranma, because he is awesome and amazing, our lovely lovely oh. overlord. I, I no will see you guys it. hopefully sooner than later, and uh, goodbye for now.
1: My last words? I'm, I'm kind of feeling to play some... Um... More Mario Kart 8. I'm really loving it, especially with with this with the uh with my with my new with my controller and the sticks are just I just like how the the sticks are on the on the Switch and the PS4 or the Xbox One. Take a note, guys. Well, that's it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and Mako-chan will be back, and I will let you all know when we'll be doing our holiday Christmas special before we take our two week hiatus. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And it's ugly sweater time.
0: I mean, I'm Ichigo Gami. Or oh, ugly t-shirt time, too. So. Or ugly t-shirt, for those of you who are weatherly inclined. Well, Great fight, great night. See you next week.
2: Good night, everybody.
0: Johnny.
1: All right. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. That's it. End of the list. We're out of here. Good night. AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now, the views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not
0: reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at Session.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane.